podcast number 85. In podcast number 84, we compose a song background using two chords, C and A minor, the one and the six chords in the key of C major. Now, for our next background section, we will add in the four chord, F major. As before, we will create an eight-bar section in 4-4 time. This section may be used as an introduction, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, bridge, interlude, etc. Anything you wish. As mentioned in episode number 84, improvised melodies using the scales I've outlined in that podcast, such as C major, C minor blues, D Dorian, etc. Remember, when you improvise, be free. This will lead to you being able to create melodies on the spot. Concentrate on the sound color and the use of the chords in the key. As I mentioned, this episode will feature F major, the four chord in the key of C major. It is called the subdominant chord. Our first background featured the one chord C major and the six chord A minor. The C and the F chord are major, a brighter sound. Minor chords have a darker sound. Here is the A minor chord. The most common progression featuring these chords is C, A minor, and F. Thousands of songs begin with this progression. The one chord, C in this case, moves to any chord, not with a strong pull, but smoothly. From C to A minor, there's only one note difference as we saw before, C, E, G, and then we have C, E, A. It is noticeable in that we move from a major to a minor chord. Now, as we go from A minor to F, we go from a minor to a major chord. And A minor is A-C-E, and F is F-A-C, so we only also have one note difference. If we were to move from C to F, it retains one note, because C, we have a C chord, C-E-G, and the F chord, F-A-C. So the C would stay the same in both chords. One point I'd like to reinforce is what I mentioned in the previous podcast. The reason we use Roman numbers, or numbers if you wish, is that all these functions and the sound movement and the colors will stay the same in all 15 keys. Now you can print out a chart for free on the internet that has all these keys and the chords in them. Now let's listen to the four chord to the one chord, F to C. One way to recognize this chord change is to associate it with the lyric Amen, which is used in religious services, and this chord change is used for that. Thank you. 
I will play various four chord progressions using these three chords so you can hear their tonal color and function as they move from one to another. Then I will make an eight bar section for you to improvise to, offering material and ideas for your own songs. As I said before, thousands of songs are written with these chords. One very, very famous example is Sam Smith's first big hit, Stay With Me. The whole song uses A minor, F, and C. A minor for two beats, F for two, and C for four. The same progression is used throughout the whole song. It does not change for the different sections. The different sections are noticeable due to the addition of the choir, and then it drops out, and then at the end there are strings, and then there's one part where almost everything drops out, but the chords stay the same. A lot of modern songs use this technique, which is very unusual compared to older songs. Of course, the composers could have added in many other chords. These are all really exceptional musicians and singers. I think it's used for the purpose to hypnotize the listener. When anything is repeated over and over, such as the chord progression in this song and the bass drum beat, it becomes a hypnotic hook, a harmonic rhythmic hook. I say this because I've addressed this subject in previous podcasts. Even though the chords stay the same, the amount of time they are held could have been changed. And that is done in other songs. I've seen that quite a bit, where you have the same chords, but the timing changes. So instead of maybe two beats each, there are four beats each, or eight beats. But here, the two beat, two beat, four beat pattern is kept throughout. This is a lesson for all modern songwriters. Here, I'll play the pattern now. Let's listen to a four chord progression using three chords. So I'll have C, A minor, F, and then back to C. Recognizing chords, besides listening to the chords themselves, the bass line will aid greatly. Most bass lines will feature the root of the chord as the chord changes. For example, a C for a C chord or an F for a F chord, etc. There are instances for color and movement where another note may be chosen. You could check out my podcast on bass lines for that. However, the most common procedure is that once the chord is played, the bass player will play the root to anchor the harmony. Here, I'll play the bass notes of C, A minor, F, and C. Or they may repeat the note, especially in a slow song. One of the most important methods is to create a bass pattern that becomes a melodic hook. No finer examples than we have 
in the music of Michael Jackson. Another common way to hear chord changes would be the root would lead to the next root and a note, a passing note, would connect them. So, for example, from C to A minor, we could go C, B to A, from A minor to, to F, A, G, F would connect it. And then back to C, maybe the B, the leading tone. In the jazz idiom, they may connect the chords with a walking bass line, quarter notes, connecting the different chords. All these methods will help you recognize and hear the chord changes. The role of the bass is to connect, support the harmony with a rhythm in sync with the drummer, especially the bass drum. The bass is the connector between the harmony and the rhythm. This is so crucial. That's why a great bass player can make the difference in any recording. And with today's technology, anyone could make a finished product at home and then even publicize it around the world. One only has to look at Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas to see what can be accomplished at home. Speaking about the drums, one point I'd like to make is you could have a $5,000 drum set. If that drum pedal breaks, it's all over. Now, I will play some four chord progressions using the three chords we're working with in this podcast, and then we will do our eight measure section. Any of these patterns could be a basis for a song. For our first one, it's C, F, A minor, and F. As I play each one, please try and memorize the sound. Now we have C, F, A minor, and then C. In our next one, we'll start with the F chord, the four chord. We'll go F, C, then A minor, and then back to F. Now, let's start with F again, F, C, F, A minor. Let's begin with the A minor, A minor, C, F, A minor. A minor, C, F, C. Now for our eight measure sections. Now what I've done is I have eight measures. The first measure is C for four beats, then A minor for four, but then I have two measures of F. So that would be for eight beats. Then it repeats C, A minor, then 
F for one measure and then C for one measure. So in the eighth measure, when I reach the C, that'll sound like the N, a cadence. You'll notice that whenever we hit the C, it's like a resting point. The A minor adds color and the F pulls to the C in a cadence. A cadence in music is a pause, which music must have. It must rest at certain points. So what I've created here is two four-measure phrases. Now, at the end of the first four measures, we have two measures of F. So the music is like a comma. It's like the music will continue. But then at the end, when I go F to C, then it'll sound like it's over. So as in English, what I have here is an eight-measure section an eight-measure sentence. The first half, the first four measures, pauses on the F as a comma, and then it ends with a period on the C chord. In all my podcasts, when we talk about creating a melody, we talk about the same thing, phrases, sentences, and period. And as before, please just improvise. Be free, totally free. Just learn how to create melodies as it comes out of you. A lot of uh, modern songwriters will keep their uh, phone handy or a recorder and just improvise melodies. Then when they come up with one they really like, then they develop that into a song. I will play the eight bar section four times. I will label the chords only the first time. After that, listen to the chords, think of them, how they sound, name the chords, listen to the bass line, and improvise melodies. C major, A minor, F major, F major again, C major, A minor, F, C. With just three chords, if you change the beat along with the chord rhythm and the order of the chords, the number of song sections possible are limitless, even with just three chords. In our next podcast, we will add in the G chord, the five chord and C major, the dominant chord, a very, very, very important chord. 
Over the last 70 years, if you analyzed all the rock, pop, and country songs, the one, four, five, and six chords, in one way or another, form the foundation of most of these songs. Often, an architect will plan a foundation for a housing development. Using the same foundation, different houses are built on that same foundation. The look of each house is known as the elevation. They may be totally different, but the foundation remains the same. It is similar in music. Upon an harmonic foundation, there are no limits to the amount of songs possible. I would like to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you are interested, I have videos on YouTube dealing with various aspects of composition and some of my own works. I would like to leave you with this quote, Carl Lagerfeld. Music gives color to the air of the moment. Thanks again. Take care. Joe.